Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into the point after here on the New Orleans Saints radio network. The Saints fall to the Dallas Cowboys 27 to 17. Along with the Cajun Ken and Bobby Abear, I'm Christian Garrick. Bobby Abear's rant is coming up next. Saints fall 27-17 to the Dallas Cowboys. And, Bobby, it's the same song, just different verse for the last five weeks. Well, uh, except this game, uh, we didn't have those unbelievable fourth quarters. Maybe it wasn't as far behind. But, uh, listen, uh, a double-digit loss is uh, huge in the NFL. Ended up being a 27-17 type game. Uh, I just know when you get on their side of the field that you got to get points. You know, whether, you know, you can't miss a field goal. Uh, you know, they make their long 50-yarder. We miss our long 50-yarder. Uh, Taysom got to throw that ball away. You cannot take a sack. You know, I'm not saying that everything has to go right. With all the injuries we have, it's almost you have to play a game where instead of uh, being minus three for the game and the turnover margin, you need it to be plus three. Because, you know, at one time we were a plus seven in the turnover margin. Now we're only plus one. So we're trending and we're going – in the wrong direction. Now you look at Sean Payton against Dallas. Uh, now he's five and four. So that, that's a pretty good sample size, almost like a 50 50 uh, proposition Saints versus uh, Dallas with Coach Payton at the helm. Now, when we talk about don't feel advantage, you know, you know what's kind of crazy because I even look at the postseason last year. The last six games we played in the, in the dome, you know, it was the Mercedes Dome, now it's the Caesar Dome. We're one and five. Uh, is that a don't feel advantage? No, uh, I, I, I I don't think so. So, the one thing that has to change also is, um, uh, you know, if you'd have told me, like I said, this one thing. Now, if you'd have told me we were minus three, I said, well, this wouldn't matter. But if you're not telling me what the turnover situation, if, if they only two of thirteen on third down, fifty percent, I say, hell yeah, they say he's got a great chance to win. That means our defense is kicking ass. That's outstanding. But again, offensively. Who that nation, we were 5 or 14, 36%. You know who we're coming into the game? 38%. You need to be around 45%. We're so used to, like, under Drew Brees being like 48.5%, even some seasons like 52, 53%. So they use sustaining drives and all that. And, um, and, you know, when you look at it, it is what it is. I mean, you say run, we're getting it done. Uh, we end up having 153 yards. We average six yards a carry. Uh, but then you look, Taysom as a passer is not even 50%. This day and age, you know how it used to be. Can you be a 50% passer? Probably maybe 60 to 
Now it's almost they expect you the way to protect the quarterback to be around 70%. Well, Taysom was only uh, 19 of 41. Now, he did have for sure four, if not five, drops. So, But it seems like uh, we can say that about every game as far as the, the receivers contributing. Uh, you know, we had almost a four-minute advantage in uh, possessing the football. I mean, I, I think Dallas is is like a good team. I got to give the Cowgirls credit. I, I think they're a good team, but it's not like they're dominant. I mean, would would you say I think they have a chance right now? I think in the postseason. In this year's NFL, is as close as it is, I I think they would have a chance. Yeah, I have a chance, but I, I don't view them like depending how hot you are and when you get hot. But it's not like, oh, they're way better than the Packers or they're way better than the Cardinals or whoever you think might be amongst the best in the NFC. No, because their record, it is what, you, uh, what your record is. I mean, they're 8-4 and four now. Uh, or, so when you look at that, that you, can't, you can't poo-poo that, that, uh, that that's where they are as a team. But um, if you look at it, Christian, I don't know, Taysom Hill, that's outstanding that he can run like he runs. He averaged like 9.2 yards a carry, 11 attempts, 101 yards average. And we ran the football, uh, but he had a quarterback rating of uh, 44. Uh, T- uh, Dak Prescott had a quarterback rating of 79. Dak played okay. It wasn't nothing special. Uh, doesn't Pollard look like the better ra- running back right now than Ezekiel Elliott? He looks fresh. He looks fresh. He looks explosive. Now, the one thing, uh, uh, now you say, well, take away that 58-yard run, we did pretty damn good uh, against the run. But you can't take it away because it counts. And they end up having averaging 6.1 yards a carry. And if 146 yards, uh, that big run of 58 yards, like I said, uh, you you have to count that. Um, I think Deontay Harris, uh, Christian, he had eight targets, uh, you know, four receptions. Uh, leading the team in receptions. I think you said it earlier. I mean, he should be a complimentary piece to our pass the game, not the leading receiver. That's never a good sign, Bobby, because that's not what – you can't tell me that Sean Payton no. came into this season and really into this game saying, hey, I'm going to feature Deontay Harris. No, and I'm about done with Kenny Stills, too. Uh, he got targeted five times. I know he had a couple of drops. You get your hands on the ball. You can't be tipping it up playing volleyball where you get an interception. You know, you have to be able to come down uh, with the catch. Now, what I'm discouraging, uh, discouraged by also, now you might say, well, who's playing? You know, we got our top pass rushes. They all hurt. Christian, we had a sack, and it was by P.J. Williams. It wasn't any lineman uh, getting a sack. Uh, th- th- now, th- that's disheartening. And if I look at it, we're not on pace to be where we need to be as far as uh, sacking the quarterback. Like right now, we have – 26 sacks on the season. I mean, what? You have to be high 40s or low 50s to truly get it done. You can They live should be with, at about 35 right now. Yes, yes. You can live with, if you have 42, 43. If you want to be amongst the best, you're going to be 48, 47, 48 to 52. Well, right now, looking at that, uh, that's not getting it done, especially our expectations having 26 sacks on the season. What's that? Well, because of the injuries and all that. No, uh, we just snake bit, and, and it's very frustrating. But, Christian, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You might say, oh, what is Bobby smoking? Uh, oh, it's a bunch of pie in the sky. I'm telling you, I did not think that we would go over. I thought we'd go one and three. You know I thought we'd beat? I thought we'd lose to the Titans. We would beat the Eagles. 
And then, then we would lose um, to Dallas. Damn, who did we play last week? I'm trying to think. Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo, yeah. Okay. That's what I, I thought. Okay, lose to the Titans, beat the Eagles, lose to Buffalo, lose to Dallas. I'm not freaking out panicking. But when I look at this right now, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter when you play, who's coming back and all. I think Sean, I think if, if they're ready to play, he's going to play it. But he don't want them, maybe so, uh, injury to be lingering. If they can't contribute at a high level. We five and seven got five games left. I think we're going four and one. I think we'll go four and one. Come on, if we don't beat the Jets, then I'm. Th- Who's th- the loss to Tampa? Th- well, yes, yes. If we, beat that, if we beat Tampa, that's an upset. We beat them last time, but that's an upset. Come on. Yeah. But if we lose to the Jets next, next week, I'm calling in sick. Sick. I'm not even doing the post game. Uh, I'm going to be like, <laughs> what? We can't lose to the freaking Jets. There's no way. Now it can happen. Like Jacksonville beat Buffalo nine to six. You never know. But the Jets, then uh, Tampa Bay, that'd be an upset. But then how you close out the season? Here's my issue. The Dolphins. Now the Dolphins are playing better, but we got Monday night, and then you got uh, you got Carolina and Atlanta. Uh, Christian, Carolina's uh, a different team than the one you played in week. And, and McCaffrey's out two. now for the season. Uh, Cam Newton's not the answer. They're not as good, Christian. No, we should now. If we're at least trending in the right direction, I think we should beat like Miami, Carolina, Atlanta. Now, so that would put you at nine and eight. Nine Bobby. and eight. Okay. Now, what's not good about that? What's good and not good? That's why I say you got to get the double-digit wins. Ten wins. I think double-digit wins get you in the playoffs. That's what I always say. I think you know when the schedule comes out, we can get the ten wins. Now, I didn't know we'd have all these injuries and all that. This is post Drew Brees, but when you look at it does matter who you lose to. Like we lose, we've lost so far to too many NFC teams. And let's say there might be two or three teams. Let's say one of them would be the Eagles or whoever it might be. And everybody's nine and eight. You know what ends up happening? Head to head or what is your conference record? That's why I would always tell you, Christian, if you're going to lose, you would lose, you'd rather beat the Eagles than lose to the Patriots. You know, you'd, yeah. ra- you'd rather beat Dallas or beat another NFC opponent. And, and, and the Jets, it's not as important. When you talk about a team with the same record at the end. So I'm still optimistic. I thought it'd be enough set uh, to beat Dallas tonight. Uh, I got to give the Cowgirls credit. I still don't think they're going to win anything. You know what's going to happen to the Cowgirl fans? They're going to get their hopes so high, like the Who That Nation has had the last couple of seasons. Oh, we don't want a two seed. Eh, what happened? And it's over. It's so final. You know, so the bottom line is, are you hot enough in the playoffs like Tampa Bay was last year? Remember, Tampa was 7-5 at one time. They went in a run, and they won the Super Bowl. So that's why I'm not necessarily down and out like you think I might be right now, even though we lost to Dallas. And, you know, I hate Dallas. And I, I, I love the city of Dallas. I'm a Dallas Star hockey fan. I love the NHL. I you know, I like the Dallas Stars. So it's not like I'm hating on Dallas, hating on the Cowgirls. But I got to give them credit. Uh, their record where they're at. Uh, I'm a Dak Prescott fan, Haunting, Louisiana. I, I, I think he's an outstanding quarterback. But Dallas didn't look that invincible to me. If we have all hands on deck, uh, no, we can hang with them. But it is what it is. No excuses. You have to play with the injuries. But we've been so snake bit when, when I look. The players we heard are just not guys on the team. It's how all stars. Okay, look. Okay, you just look at like like Michael Thomas. He was NFL Offensive Player of the Year. 
arguably two of the best duo tackles, Armstead and Ramchick's not available, then Alvin Kamara is considered one of the top running backs in the league. Well, let's just put somebody else in there. You still got talent on that defense and Cam Jordan that hasn't really produced this year. Cam Jordan's agent. Uh, I'm just going to give it at that. Uh, not that Cam Jordan cannot contribute. He plays with his heart. Uh, I mean, he's he, still he, outstanding in the run game. Yes, uh, but to sack the quarterback, that's why you need Ferrari or Lamborghini Davenport to be available. Uh, you know, right <laughs> now, when he's healthy, he's their best defensive player. Without a doubt. The Onyemata was having an off season, I think, since he came back from that six game suspension, but he had a better game tonight. He had a terrible game against the Bills. Way too many missed tackles and all that. But I thought he bounced back tonight and, and had a better game. You know who's been not as um, as catching our eye? What about Double D? DeMario Davis has been, okay, we need him to be outstanding. You know who's played better the, the last two weeks? Kwan Alexander. Nine tackles. Uh, Kwan Alexander led the team uh, nine total tackles. I think P.J. Williams. I look at P.J. Williams, eight total tackles, unassisted, a sack, a quarterback hurry, a tackle for a loss. Now, as far as Marcus Williams, Marcus Williams is probably doing in his pants whenever he's one-on-one, and he, he's the safety valve to try and stop somebody in open field. Bobby, think about this for a second, though. The top four leading tacklers, three out of the four, are members of the secondary, corners and safeties. That's not good. No, that that means they're getting to that next level. They they're getting to that next level, but on that Pollard run, okay. What well, what was Marcus Williams? I know you weren't about the cutback, but you still got to close. I mean, at the twenty five twenty yard line, you can't be like slow playing it. Make slow him play. cut back. He, he, he couldn't even push him out of bounds. No, uh, that who that nation don't remember. Marcus Williams has had two minutes, and he's tackling better compared to what he was when he first got here. But he still has five insignificant missed tackles that it's like he needs some help uh, because he just freaks out uh, when that occurs. But, Christian, as we're going to go to the break, I'm telling you, uh, I'm still optimistic that we're going to have a strong close to the season because who we playing. Because I think we're better than them. I hope you're right. I, I think we'll get some guys who injured come back. I, I just think. Now, um, I can tell you what. I say nine and eight, eight and nine, that could happen. But you had said one time, a long time ago, seven wins, totally unacceptable. Only seven wins, totally unacceptable. Eight and nine, nine and eight, I see that's more realistic. He's Bobby. I'm Christian. We are just getting started here on The Point After on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. 27 to 10, the Saints lose to the Dallas Cowboys. Back here on The Point After with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Abair. I'm Christian Garrick, back to our Oakland Hard Jewelers, talking text lines. We find Sean in Pensacola. What's going on, Sean? You're on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Hey, guys. How y'all doing tonight? Frustrating? Well, frustrating because uh, I think at times the Saints were hanging in there, but uh, you don't get any style points for hanging in there. Did you win or lose the game? And uh, No, even the final score of the game wasn't that close, especially how it closed out. I mean, uh, you, you look, I mean – I'm telling you, you lose double digits in the NFL, that's a lot of points. Back-to-back weeks, too, by the way. Yep. Yeah. So so my, my question is, um, Bobby, I, I thought about something in the fourth quarter. You know, Taysom Hill's finger was messed up, and uh, he was running hard. Did you ever think maybe you put Simeon in there to, like, 
give you some passing options and put Taysen in there in the slot or something to, to give you some, some kind of different look? I mean, it, yeah. after like the, maybe the second interception, maybe you're like, hey, well, we should probably throw this guy in. Yeah, Sean, I, I think uh, Coach Payton, he addressed that. He says, no, we were leaving Taysom in at quarterback, but I understand your point uh, with Trevor Simeon because um, – as a passer in practice, I've seen Trevor Simeon hang, um, you know, with Taysom Hill, but he can't do all those other things. Taysom's unbelievable uh, how he can run. Now, with that being said, I'm sure they ask him, how's your finger? Uh, is it really affecting your throwing? Is, and, and Taysom, now he might have been gutting it out and say, no, it's fine. Or he might say, well, I'm going to try and throw, but my finger's really bothering me. He probably didn't say that. He goes, no, I'm all right. I'm all right. So that's why Sean went and stayed with him. Sean, what you also have to consider is you know, Taysom got a majority of the reps being the starting quarterback at quarterback, and there probably wasn't a whole lot of Taysom Hill playing slot practice reps this week. When you're the starting quarterback, you're not going to take those reps. No, and he's focused to- to- well, purely on being the quarterback position for this game. But Bobby, you know better than anybody, like, with that kind of injury, like that, how does that affect your throwing ability? I mean, I'm thinking like that really affects your. And apparently, I, you know, apparently four interceptions fourth quarter tells me that it affects your throwing ability. So, well, they they, they, I mean, they, they, they had right? a couple of batted passes. They had one throw to Traquan where he even got on himself that he knew he underthrew it. That was the perfect call. He underthrew the ball. If he had Traquan in stride, we would have scored, and the game was closed then. Now, maybe your middle finger because now if it was his left hand, you don't even talk about it. But it's your throwing hand. You, uh, uh, Russell Wilson jacked up his middle finger. Yeah, Sean, uh, Sean and Bobby, I, I, look, I agree. I think it was a, a, a small factor. But look at how many throws he had with defensive linemen in his face. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, so, and, 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 yeah, and, and, you, and you look at um, – like uh, batted passes and all. I mean, they and, hit his arm a couple times. Yeah. See, when you're following through and then, who you hate when that happens because you could see something and you're trying to follow through, then the ball gets deflected. And, uh, no, I, I think the worst thing, and the offensive line was trying their behind off, but like Christian said, it wasn't like he, he, he was trying to throw from the pocket. It's not like he had a clean pocket at times uh, to make the proper throws where it wasn't going to affect the throw as far as uh, you follow through and all that. Sean, thanks for the phone call. Going back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk at text lines for Hector and old Jefferson. What's going on, Hector? You're on the New Orleans Saints radio network. Yeah, hey, guys. Look, I just got one question. You know, we're not the only team who's had these many injuries. You know, the Tennessee Titans went through them, and you also had the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, at, at some point, does the coaching staff in the front office take the blame for the depth that we have on this team? Because the only way I knew that the Saints were going to win tonight is if that offensive line gave at least Taysom Hill some time to have a clean pocket. And with no wide receiver help, and you mentioned um, uh, uh, John Little Humphreys. Yeah, Little John Humphreys, yeah. Yeah, he he can't just be the only one. I just don't feel that the Saints ever addressed properly getting a number, another receiver outside of Michael Thomas. But at some point, I think it's a fair question. At some point, how much does the coaching staff in the front office take the blame for not having sufficient depth? Because they ain't the only ones who's been going through this injury. Right, right. No, Bobby, I, you go and, first. No, and I think uh, the guy they were counting on to be to develop more would be Traquan. Traquan Smith had uh, seven targets now. Are you accurate? Uh, he only had a couple of catches. 
you know, his longest was like nine yards. So uh, when you look at it, yeah, uh, you know, to Dev, it does matter who you're putting in there. And um, I, I would say when you're going with a guy like Deontay Harris and uh, he's your leading receiver uh, as far as yards and all that, uh, th- that should be a complimentary piece. Uh, and so uh, what that really set him back with Michael Thomas, all of a sudden comes June. Um, you know what? He's not going to be ready to play. What? Because uh, they, they they got bamboozled on that one. I'm going to add this for Hector. Yes, at some point, the coaching staff in the front office is and should be held accountable. But we say held accountable, that, that just mean, it doesn't mean getting rid of them. But you also have to consider what, what I think we often forget is the Saints were going to be over the cap a little bit for the 2021 season. They would have had to do some trimming. But when the pandemic happened and it cut league revenue and, and brought the salary cap down instead of year after year, it's been growing and going up, then that forced them to cut some or get rid of some players that were uh, high-priced and, and go on the cheap route. They went from shopping at Fifth Avenue to Dollar General. I mean, that's the truth. And, and, and it wasn't Sean Payton or Mickey Loomis's fault, the pandemic impacting the revenue across the league. That's not their fault, and I'm not making excuses. They would tell you that, hey, they, they got to get better. They got to get better talent, but there's also the reality that they were a team that was already snug, very tight, and you know, and going to be over the well, projected cap. But because the cap went down as far as it did, it put them almost a hundred million dollars over the cap. Well, uh, and Hector, another guy they brought in, uh, a veteran starter. Uh, look where he was drafted, um, Bradley Roby. I noticed Dallas was picking on him. And he was up and down. At times, uh, he might have made a jackrabbit-type play now and then, but a lot of times he looked like uh, Eli Apple. But you know what's crazy? Eli Apple's doing good with the Bengals right now. So uh, you, you never know opportunity. But, but I thought at times, looking at uh, some of the pass plays, that uh, I, I thought Lattimore was really active, having the interception, three passes defended. But uh, we need a guy like Bradley Roby to play better. You know, uh, you got Paulson Adebo, you got a rookie. He's maybe uh, playing a little better than you thought first coming into the league. He's going to have, you know, those growing pains. But uh, Bradley Roby needs to play more because he's experienced enough. I'm not saying he has to be Lattimore, but he still needs to play better. 27-17, the Saints lose. They've now lost fifth straight. They lose tonight to the Dallas Cowboys. This is the point after on the New Orleans Saints radio network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to The Point After. Night at the Roxbury as well with that... Um, that music, <laughs> the techno. Music. Yeah, we're not we're not clubbing at all. No, we're it's not, not clubbing. A, not a fun time to 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 be clubbing on the point after twenty seven to seventeen. Saints lose to the Dallas Cowboys. Bobby, it's pretty clear though the Saints are going to be in the market for a quarterback this offseason. Yeah, I, I said this even when uh, before Jameis got hurt uh, that I thought you know how he was kind of managing the game and doing enough and playing smart for us to win to get off to a great you know five and two start. But I've said this a number of times, even at times in training camp, that I thought, like, 2022, the future quarterback's not even on the Saints team. Now, Sean and I will never uh, admit to that and, you know, making all that. But, uh, you know, you hear the rumors whether and, and whether it's Aaron Rodgers-type player or, or whether when the, things get set or whatever happens with Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, but I think he named like four teams. The Saints were one of them that he loved to play with, and that's because of Sean Payton. Uh, so uh, I don't know. We might be in the market. It'd be interesting to see uh, what's going to come about next season, but, you know, you still got to finish this season. But, Christian, we've gotten a number of texts. This is from uh, 4444. Uh, use Taysom in his utility role. Uh, that's where he's best. He's not the answer at quarterback. So a number of people, and they love, I think the Houdan Nation loves Taysom Hill. They just don't want him, like to him to purely be the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints in the future. They want him to be a weapon that helps the offense have success. Keep in mind, though, with Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill, their supporting cast isn't very good. Uh, it's just not. And, and, and look, Without a doubt. i, I got to get something off my chest. I haven't seen Cesar Ruiz flush on a block. In other words, it's always he's just missing or he completely whiffs. I mean, or he's just getting a piece of the guy. I haven't seen him gore anybody. He can't. Cesar Ruiz makes Andrews Pete look like a first ballot Hall of Famer sometimes. Now, you know, Andrews Pete, he struggles sometimes pass blocking. He can be a a, a road baller as far as run blocking. But but I— I don't think Caesar excels at either area. Pass blocking or run blocking, and he's a number one draft pick. Uh, has McCoy really gotten better? I think McCoy's steady, but he hasn't gotten better. Uh, Christian, and that was supposed to be one of the strengths of our team is the offensive line. Yeah. Then you got Armstead and Ramchek's hurt. Uh, I mean. The Saints have had eight different starting offensive line combinations this year. So, I don't know. Is it the coach, Zach Streif? No, I'm no. joking. No. you know. You know. <laughs> well, he's the assistant of the line coach. Right, anyway. right, right. But, no, but you, the point I'm making, we have not just, like, uh, dominated a, a team. And it does matter, you know, uh, because no excuse. A, a lot of uh, teams are plugging and playing different linemen and all that. But we haven't had one of those games. Well, boy, that game was truly won in the trenches. Right back to our Oakenheart Jewelers talking text lines. Hollywood and Thibodeau. What's going on, Hollywood? You're on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Hello, Chris. Hello, Bob. How y'all doing tonight? All right, Hollywood. Hey, Bob, I'm glad to see you. You cool, Coleman, to like that for losing to Dallas because I, I'm not like that right now. I want to beat Dallas better because I work with some Dallas people. Oh, no, they're going to be talking smack tomorrow, huh, Hollywood? Well, no, when I go back to work, oh, I have to work okay. and, just, and uh, 
<laughs> and it, he just said it on the uh, telephone. He ran it down. So, um, isn't it funny Hollywood how Dallas Cowboy fans, whether they're in Dallas or whether they're in Louisiana, you don't see them wearing their cowboy gear until Dallas beats the Saints. Exactly, and they don't run them out till Dallas beats the Saints. That's when they run them out. Well, well, they, they ain't won anything since 1996. Well, so. and, and the only thing, yeah, Hollywood, they, they tell them to slow their roll, and they got to be a little more humble uh, because right. it's nothing to write home about when, when you look at it. Right. Okay, we've now played, um, uh, for instance, the last 14 games we've played. It's, it's basically a quarter of a century. More than two decades, the Saints have won 10 games and Dallas has won four. So the last 14 games. So, I mean, it's not like uh, we lucky if we win. No, they're lucky if they win as of late, especially since Sean Payton's been the coach. Bobby, the way I see it, Dallas got 90% of their players healthy, and we got like 40. We hung pretty good with the Cowgirls tonight. It's just that we had a bad break with the interception and the rest. Hollywood, they did, well, they did for half. Yeah, right. they did for the half. Uh, right. No, when, when half. we didn't, I'm telling you, uh, uh, it could have been like what it could have, should have. You know, like when you get in field goal range, you cannot turn over the ball. Remember Taysom took that sack? You got to throw it yep. at the running back's feet. Yeah, Just throw right. it. So not like you know, kick it still has to make a long field goal. You know, we met, but all of a sudden we could have been instead of two scores down, you only one score. That's a big difference. Like twenty to ten or twenty thirteen, because then you know hey, you right there. And you the go vibe is whatever. totally different. Yeah. Your vibe as a team, Bobby, you know that on the sidelines. You hey, one score, we're in this thing. Right, right exactly. Anything else, Hollywood? Hey, Bobby. Yeah, what you got? Hey, uh, that uh, I think it was Griffin when he was blocking the backfield to protect. That was a terrible call. Right, you agree that was the outcome of the game right there? That, that changed the momentum. Are you damn right? Because you look at down and distance, we have a positive play, and that happens. Uh, the, the referee missed that, and, and like Sean Payne's looking at him like, like, are you an idiot, basically? Because the, the defender, he's blitzing off the edge, so he's coming across. He didn't blindside him. He's doing his job. Now, he tattooed him. Now, if you wanted to call helmet the helmet, he buckled that safety rushing. So I think it was 27. Uh, now, he, he tattooed him, but it wasn't no blindside. He saw him coming, and he got waxed. That blindside implication in that rule was put in for special teams plays. But, but, not, that, but no, not, right. not that play. No, right. But what I'm saying is they're trying to take that play away from I – mean, you remember Jolon Dunbar uh, in a Vikings game when, when Reggie Bush housed two of them, and he just – absolutely laid out uh, one of the Minnesota Vikings special teamers. I mean, didn't even see him coming. Yeah, that's what they don't want you to do anymore. Yeah. You know, like, he got jacked up. They don't want you to jack up players anymore. And, no, uh, the, the, the Dallas players saw Griffin coming, the tight end, Air Force Academy. They, he saw him coming, and he just got tattooed. And they call a penalty. What? It's a bad call. That's a good block. Bad call. Uh, Jim and Gentilly. Go ahead, Jim. You're on the New Orleans Saints radio network. Hey, guys, how y'all doing tonight? Good, thank you. Well, uh, we'd be doing a lot better if the Saints would have won, but obviously that's not the case. Yeah. No, no, same. I'm with you. So what I want to say is this, that I concede and I accept to the fact that we are injured beyond devastation. I, it's sort of something that I can't recall seeing in the Saints history. But right. But what I do want to say is this. I personally 
do not think that Taysom Hill is the answer for the future. And what I want now, to say, say for the future, the future with the Saints or a quarterback? As the future of the Saints quarterback. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Now, no, he's in the future. They invested a lot of money, and no, he's gonna he's gonna be a big part of what we do offensively, even though he's not the quarterback. Right, right, and, and I'm I'm totally okay with that. But in, in terms of being under center, in terms of being the guy that's the quarterback, I simply don't see it, and I don't mean it to be because of uh, because of the mistakes that he made. But what I will right. say is this: the turnovers themselves looked like really, really bad decisions. And I, I think that I have enough body – I think that we have collectively enough body of work with Taysom Hill to see that in terms of being a quarterback, this is not obviously a Russell. This is not a Jameis. This is not a guy that I think that is a quarterback. And I just – I kind of want to get you guys' thoughts on that. I don't see him as being the guy that's going to lead this team in terms of being a quarterback. And what do you guys think? Well, I agree with you. I'm not. uh, You preach it to the choir here. I love Taysom Hill as a football player. I think he's unique. I think he's like even a a pro football Hall of Fame talent. He he didn't invent a position. Like utility Hall of Famer. Jack of all trades, a Hall of Famer. However, Swiss Army Knife Hall of Famer. All what he could football do. Football player. Yeah, He's a foot, football player. Football player. He is outstanding. Unbelievable. Look at his effort, his athleticism at times, how hard he runs. But purely, I can tell you, and, and Taysom got mad at himself. Now, I don't know if he'd say, well, I threw that bad ball because of my finger, my middle finger on my right hand. But I'm telling you, it's a perfect play call, and he missed. Traquan was wide open, and he threw it at his feet. If he makes a good throw, that's a touchdown. I agree with you about the potential of a Hall of Famer. What do we think of about Hall of Famers, Pro Football Hall of Famers? We think of guys that revolutionized the position, right? Or changed it, and everybody's searching. Every team in the league is looking for a Taysom Hill. Uh, uh, Taysom Hill, what, what, without a doubt. Uh, you remember the quarterback from Penn State? Now he didn't work out. Thomas at, uh, uh, no, uh, no, oh. the, the, no. He went to Mississippi Sorley. State. McSorley with the Ravens. They were kind of thinking that, but he can't know. Uh, he can't cover like punts or kicks. And make tackles like Taysom Hill or block punts. No, Taysom could do a lot of different things. It might not. It, it just might not be quarterback at a high level in the National Football League. There's nothing wrong basis. with that. Yeah. No, I mean, look, if you're Taysom, you've been given opportunities. Man, don't worry about Taysom. He's gonna have like, uh, if he just helps the Saints win and he's part of the Saints in the future, he got twenty-two and a half million guaranteed. He hit the lottery like Coach O. Come on. Coming back to your calls, it's the point after 27-17. The Saints have lost their fifth straight for the first time under Sean Payton. This is the point after on the New Orleans Saints radio network. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And 
sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Back here on The Point After on the New Orleans Saints radio network, Bobby Bear, Christian Garrick, the Saints lose 27-17 to the Dallas Cowboys, right back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers, talking text lines at 504-260-1870. I have one line open. I can squeeze you in. James and Jefferson. Go ahead, James. You're on the New Orleans Saints radio network. Yeah, we suck, man. Um, you know, the, the, the thing is, you know, here's, here's the thing. Um, as I told the screener, when I get back to Maryland, wherever I'm going, I'm going to get hammered. If we lose to the Jets, I mean, we lost to Philly. Now don't don't soak your don't you know don't soak your sorrows away. That's not good. It's not well, a good well, approach well, to well, have. But, 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 here's the, but here's the reality of it. Here's James, the, we can't the, lose to the damn Jets. Come on. We can lose to the Jets. We got no offense. We can lose to Miami. <laughs> we can lose to Carolina. We can lose to Atlanta. Come on, we can lose. But here's well, the, here's we shouldn't the, here's though. <laughs> here's the here's the shining light in all of this. We get a top five pick. We lose the rest of our games. It should, damn sure should not be a quarterback. That needs to go to free agency. We can get Derek Carr because I know I know the Raiders are going to want Aaron Rodgers. It's like a domino effect here. Jimmy G, they treating them like trash, but because he's winning, they still want to push that young guy up. We can get a guy at quarterback that can run the team, but we can. But for for those for that a top five selection, we need to get that the, the corner from from I'm talking about best available player from LSU. The the six foot seven, three hundred and sixty pound tackle for Alabama that can replace Armstead, who was just sucking up money, you know, because he can't play the whole season. You know, James, you're really living in a glass case of emotion right now. I mean, you're. This is facts. This is facts. Watch, watch how Uh this plays out. This is facts, man. We could get a top five selection. The damn should not better better not be a quarterback. James, so so, 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 so James, you you don't you don't think realistically we have a chance? when guys are coming back, uh, you know, I don't know enough about Kamara. You know, they never let you know too much. But you don't think with players coming back on the back end of the season. Uh, that, Who are we going to throw the ball to, Bobby? Who are we going to throw the ball to? We can't just keep throwing it to Kamara. 
Matter of fact, Kamara. Well, well, at the beginning of the season, we were five and two. We didn't have Michael Thomas. Yeah, but, yeah, but right now he's 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 one one more injury away from being uh, 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 McCaffrey. We're using him too much. He's a he's a he's a Lamborghini, just like like Davenport. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, da- but, but see, Davenport, that's a different guy. Davenport needs to toughen up. I mean, toughen up, that's come different. on, James. Before yeah, before you go any further, James. So Deshaun Watson's going to end the season on the Texans roster. I think you owe me something. Oh, that's right, James. You owe him a soda. I remember you said yeah, well, he wouldn't be on the well, roster. You said you, were, you said you were calling me. You never called me. I got you. I said I got you. You got the number. That's was it a soda or was it a steak dinner, James? <laughs> no, not, not we you. never made a decision. <laughs> yeah. You can call it whatever you want. I got you back. Right. You got your back. We'll make it, James. We'll make it happen after the season. All right. <laughs> all right. You, got, you still got the number. I'll give it to you. Put your guy on hold again. Put him on hold again. I'll give him the number again. All, all right, good. James. How about uh, you know? It ain't, it, things aren't going too good in Seattle either right now. And you know, Russell Wilson hold that thought. said, "Hold that thought." Yeah, okay. All right. Let's pause ten seconds for station identification here on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. All right, now we're back here. Now we're back. James, Bobby has a question for you about uh, Seattle and I think Russell Wilson. Uh, yeah, uh, James, you know, Seattle, uh, boy, the Seahawks nation, that they, they kind of getting plucked right now uh, where they're at. And Russell Wilson did say in the offseason that the Saints would be one of those teams he'd want to, you know, come to. Uh, are, are you a Russell Wilson fan or are you not? I, I've always been a Russell Wilson fan. As a matter of fact, the funny thing about my being a Russell Wilson fan was – he was selected when we when Sean went through the you know uh, suspension period where we lost a ton of draft picks. We could have got Russell Wilson instead of Seattle that that particular season. Okay. But the thing is, Russell Russell is on the downslide, but he's still a hell of a lot better than anything we got on this team right now. Right, okay. and even uh, James, I would agree that even let's say Jameis Winston still wants to play with the Saints. Do you want him back? And it obviously would be at the Saints' price. I mean, it's not at the, like uh, at, at, at the at the right low budget price. Yes, like you buying a prism. Okay? But you got to beat out another cat. Look, the Saints are going to bring in somebody else. Yeah, yeah, You got. I'm talking about a prism car, not a Cadillac, not a Lamborghini. But you 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 get him at the at the price of a prism. You know what a prism is like a hoopty. You know what I mean? No, no offense to people who have prisms, but I'm saying it's a low yeah. budget talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's geo prism. I remember that. Yeah, it's like uh, right, get from point A to point B. You're not styling and profiling, but you're getting there. James, thanks for the phone call. You, you were entertaining tonight. All right, uh, James. We'll hear, we will hear more from you throughout the season. Barbershop J. What's going on, Barbershop J? You're on the New Orleans Saints radio network. How y'all guys doing, man? Hey, hey, Barbershop J, what you got? <laughs> Oh, uh, well, I was just talking about the game tonight, man. And these, the Saints, man, it's rough, huh? Yeah, it's Bobby. rough. It, 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 it's very rough. I mean, it's it's like uh, we went, um, and then we were kind of in the penthouse. We were five and two. Then all of a sudden, we're in the outhouse. Boys, it's, it's, it's hard your... to watch, man. It's hard to watch. No, them it, guys, they don't want, they don't want to play no ball, man. Them guys. Them guys, them guys, Hollywood man. All they want to do is hang in the clubs, bro. I'm, I'm telling well, you, Barbershop Jay. You know what I, what I don't like? <clears throat> excuse me. The last couple of weeks, well, somebody on defense makes a play, and it's, it's a play. Yeah, it's yeah, they do their dance. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And you're losing. We, we you're losing. losing. What the hell are you dancing for? Yeah. I mean, you're expected to make hey. that play. It's a routine play. You're expected to tackle that guy. Why do you have to dap yeah. up? 
No, you could dap up, then they got a little uh, jig going on. I mean, come on. It's like if you win the game, you got to pick six, a scoop and score, or a significant stop to help you win. Yeah, dance all you want. But don't dance every time you make one. Every second they got to <laughs> dance. No, nah, man, them dudes, they, it's over with. They don't, they don't even care, man. They, they're making that money. They're good. They, it's over with. I guarantee you. Don't be surprised, Bobby. They go to New York and lose to the Jets, man. Oh God! I'm I'm a barbershop. Hey, barbershop Jay. No pride, man. Barbershop Jay. I'm ready to call in sick. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby, that's the boys here. I'm telling you. They don't care. You're giving you're giving Bobby a lot of stress. His blood pressure just shot up. Yeah. No, I swear it did. I'm like saying now that that's when you know you want to be objective. And to me, that's totally unacceptable. I don't care who's hurt or who's playing for the Saints, and you lose to the freaking Jets. The Jets are so dysfunctional. I don't care if you're playing them in New Orleans, New York, wherever. You cannot lose to the Jets. They're terrible. Then you've really, everybody talks about post-Drew Brees, you lose to the Jets. It's way worse uh, than post-Drew Brees. That, that's so humiliating. Uh, like like Barbershop Jay said, you got to have some pride, man. Come on. Uh, listen, you cannot lose to a team like the Jets. Barbershop Jay, I, I don't know. I, I might have to call in sick or something because I might really be sick if that would happen. Barbershop Jay and Bobby, it could, <laughs> it could be worse. You could be the Detroit Lions at 0-10 and 1. But the Lions play hard. You see, sometimes I think the Saints, well, Saints play hard. No, but they underachieve sometimes. Uh, uh, okay. That, that uh, and and the Lions. Uh, do you think the Lions? There's a reason why uh, they always. Uh, when are we going to have our first win? When are we going to have our first win? The Lions are kind of like the Jets. They're dysfunctional. Yes, they're dysfunctional. It's like it's not a good organization. Uh, yeah, they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. Something's going to happen. And when you think they're gonna win, eh? Uh, look, look, look what they did to lose the game, or tie the game, or tie. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. N- not even you can't even get a win. You got to get a tie, right? Yeah, that's pretty uh, pretty alarming. All right, let's step away and come back to your calls at five zero four two six zero one eight seventy on our Oakland Heart Jeweler t- talking text lines. And, uh, and Christian, as we go into the break, we have a couple of texts. Do you think if Jameis Winston? doesn't get hurt against Tampa because we end up winning that game with Trevor. So let's say after the Tampa game, because uh, uh, we're 5-2, and two, what would our record be if Jameis Winston ever got hurt? We need to an answer that when we come back. We'll do that when we return here on The Point After on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Bobby and Christian back here on The Point After on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Saints lose to Dallas 27-17. If you had money on the Dallas Cowboys to cover, you won. Well. And, Christian, I did advise the public to take the under. It was 47 and a half. I said, that's what I am sure about. Uh, you know, you know, do, doing a little gaming. Yeah. Now, it got a little scary at, at the end. But Bobby the betting pro. No, yeah, the betting pro. No, I just thought because the last two times we played, it was like 12-10, 13-10. Yeah. So, I just figured our defense. Because our defense has to play great again in the future for us to win. They got to hang in there tough. Uh, the way we are offensively, or are we not going to have a chance? Now, Christian, we got a text here from uh, far. Let me see, it's eighteen twenty-four. Hey, Bobby Christian, if uh, Jameis Winston doesn't get hurt, do you think the Saints would be five and seven? Yes, I, I, I think they'd be about. I think they'd be six and six. Here's here's Christian why. says five. I say six and six. Here's why, because I think when Jameis Winston had 
a better supporting cast. He was patient, right? I think if you take away Kamara from him and you take away the left tackle and right tackle. He'd have got more desperate? Yeah, I think he, he would have felt it's all on his shoulders and maybe forced a couple. So he might have had one of those Taysom Hill games like tonight, four picks. Yeah. So. I mean, I, look, what's like the difference? Like you're trying to do too much. and um, Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think Jameis Winston, he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a difference maker. Like, you know, there was times where the Saints under under when Drew Brees was here, like that stretch of seven to nine years, if they didn't have Drew, they probably would have been four and and, and twelve, five and eleven. Uh, you talking about when they were had those five hundred type seasons? Yeah, seven and nine. 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I would agree with that. Like, um, yeah, five. Um, yeah, we did. We just said four and twelve. I, I I'd go with. Five and uh, eleven, five and 11 yeah. six and ten. That yeah, range. yeah. yeah. I, what I'm yeah. saying is, I don't think Jameis Winston is capable of carrying a team. He's he, he's not an elite quarterback. He's a good quarterback, and he's going to get another opportunity in this league, whether it's right. with New Orleans or somebody else, because he's got that big arm and he was picked number one overall. Those guys typically get three or four shots. No, but but by him getting injured, it's not going to keep him from playing in the league because I think he's going to work hard in rehab. It's going to keep him from getting paid. Because he's gonna have to go do another prove it deal. Yeah, prove it, and then you gotta have success in, throughout a season. Then you might get paid. Because he's still young. He's not. He's not old. Yeah, it's an unfortunate circumstance because it would have been a great story had Jameis been able to turn his career around down here after being number one overall and being run out of Tampa Bay, and then he maybe resurrects his career down here, and then then the injury happens, so that just delays that. He may end up resurrecting his career. Right, and, and uh, when he got hurt in the Tampa game, it's not like we beat Tampa Bay because of, of Jameis. Uh, that's the kind of defensive effort we need. Uh, like, like uh, uh, and, and, and Trevor, you know, Trevor did enough to help us win that game. Bobby, I want to ask you something. We talked about it a little bit during the break. Do you think, though, that this team, because I, I think that because of the mass exodus of veterans on this team from a year ago, Having covered this team for a long time, one of the things that I knew they were really good about was diligent on details and the veteran players showing the younger players how how to prepare. How to be a pro? Yeah. Like, and, 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 and make it a priority as far as not saying, well, we played hard, we almost won. No, it doesn't matter. You didn't almost win. You either win or you lose. And it has to bother you when you lose. Do you think that's a factor this year with this team, that there's not a – the young players don't quite understand how to prepare and how to be a pro, and there's not enough really good veterans on this team that can show them and that they'll they'll follow. Yeah, they, they probably, because it's like a mini-buy, uh, I'm sure it's not going to affect them. What about the Jets? They're going to go out and party and all that. No, I'm just speculating. But I know how a lot of young players think. Man, I got some time off. You know, and then they don't want to get in trouble, obviously, and Sean will tell them, though, you got to have your priorities in order. Uh, but, no, you have to have the right leadership to guide these young players and how they act off the field. Right to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text lines, Gavin in New Orleans East. Go ahead, Gavin. You're on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. All right. Good evening, Bobby and Christian. Uh, Bobby, I appreciate your optimism, but stick a fork in them, man. I think they're done. So, you, so, so wait. Yeah. Now, if, <laughs> if we were playing Tampa Bay next week, I'd be like, well – I don't know. We got to be lucky. It'd be an upset, but the Jets, Gavin, you don't think we could even beat the Jets in New York? Come on. 
they just not, the way that they've been playing. They just don't look like they're they're not congealing with each other. They're not unified, and it's just like uh, you know what I saw take place tonight, and then with Buffalo being massacred, it's just like I, I just can't see it. I mean, maybe they can. I tell you what, I think they will because of our division and the way we play. I wouldn't be surprised if we beat upset Tampa again, and I think we'll beat Atlanta. In Carolina, but I, you know, may, maybe, but I, New York, but it's just after tonight, I can't see that. And then I just want to just point this out that penalty that they called, this is about the second time I've called, I've seen on board the officials have impacted the Saints with regard to changing that, the momentum. That Tennessee, that Tennessee, like what happened in Tennessee. Right. We got the interception. They call rough in the past. So rough in the past. So now I, I would tell you it's rough in the past. So that, that's not even close to rough in the past. So come on. No, it uh, wasn't. And, and I hate the fact that, of course, it was Dallas and the Saints and they had Troy Aikman calling the game because he tried to say that that interception Dak caught, the Saints got away with a hit on Dak. I'm like, oh gosh, it's him. Right. Well, they right, did. Right. They I did. I gotta mute the TV when he comes on. <laughs> there was a hand. Well, first off, there was a hand to the face of Dak Prescott on, on on that interception. Now, I I, I know, but, 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 I, I've gotten a, several text messages about Troy Aikman hates the Saints. No, he doesn't. He's been effusive of his praise of Sean Payton and the Saints when Drew Brees was here. I mean, he gushed over. I remember him doing a game when they were rolling, and he was gushing over. Uh, the Saints organization. Yeah, but he, yeah, but he always seems bi- he seems biased in his reporting. Every time we see him, even when it's not the Saints playing the Cowboys. I mean, goodness. I mean, you play for the team for uh, all your career. I don't think I don't think you should be broadcasting. That's just me. Just like uh, I know they had they, they, had, they had Drew, Drew doing our game. Yeah, and then well, uh, but, but they were honoring. But they were honoring. Right, right, right. Too. I got you. But uh, yeah, but. No, I a lot a lot of people don't like Aikman, and I'll just say this: and you know, there's a possibility, uh, you know, any given Sunday, as they say, we could win a couple games. But uh, you know, if well, James the next, was playing, yeah, what if James was playing? What do you think? I, I still think like six and six. I don't know. I, I think we would have been seven and five. I think we would have won at least two. I, I think we would have beaten Atlanta. The the defense, but our defense was terrible. Like the Giants game, that's when. uh, If you look at our defense, the chunk plays we gave up, we made Matt Ryan like first ballot Hall of Famer. The same thing with uh, what's his name Jones with the Giants. I mean, they had their best games of the season against our defense, and that can't happen because that was supposed to be our strength. That's what's frustrating. Bobby, in the last three games, speaking of the defense, they've yielded ninety-eight points. In the last three games. So we always talk about scoring defense. That's over 30 yeah. points a game. Nah, that, that you can have the best. You can have Aaron Rodgers. And, and I tell you what, you give up 30 points a game, it's a 50-50 proposition you're going to win or lose. You got to be like, uh, if your defense is truly, you know, and, and we, we are the second best red zone defense going into this game. Dallas is only like 50%. So if you... And we were, like, only behind the Ravens. So if you're truly a top-notch defense Christian, it has to be, like, I'm not saying it has to be in the mid-teens or or low-teens, but let's say somewhere between, like, 18, 21, 22 points. It can't be, like, 30 points. No, you can have the best quarterback. That's not good football 
when your scoring defense is in the 30s because then you win one, you lose one. It goes back and forth. You remember those stretches when Drew was here and they were averaging right at 30 points a game? Scoring, offensively. We were averaging 30 points a game, and I think we were giving up 30 points a game. Yeah, but my point is they've only (laughs) scored. This tells you how putrid the offense is. The Saints have only scored over 30 points in two games this year, and one of them, and one of the, in the win over Tampa, your defense scored on a pick six, right, to right. get over the thirty-point threshold. And, so uh, and it's, Chris, it's not complimentary football. No, it's not complimentary football, and we're not winning the turnover battle. We, we go from plus seven. We're setting in the t- setting the tone at the beginning of the season. So we are minus three for the game. Now we're only plus one for the season. That's not complimentary football. It's about protecting the football, taking it away. Uh, and then getting off to a fast start. Uh, how many points we scored this first quarter? I don't think we scored again, right? What? Did not. Damn it. Uh, I- I'm looking at the first quarter now. This never happened under Sean Payton. We've been outscored more, way more than 2-1 to one in the first quarter. Hmm. So how can you set the tone? How can the fans truly get fired up when you're not giving, you're them, not something, them, giving, giving them something to cheer for? Bobby Bear, Christian Garrick, this is The Point After on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Saints quarterback Taysom Hill, rough night at the office. Four interceptions and a loss to the Dallas Cowboys, 27-17. Here is Taysom postgame talking to the media. It's doing okay. We'll uh, get it assessed, figure out figure out a plan tomorrow. Uh, went to throw a ball and I hit it on hand. Foot's okay. Um you know, I, I made it okay. Like I said earlier in the week, it's to the point where the pain is manageable and, you know, not, not limiting what I, I felt like I needed to do. And that was, that was the case tonight. Did the, uh, the finger your I mean, yeah, it took, took a little getting used to. Um, anytime, you know, you put something else on a finger and, you know, traction on the ball and stuff. Um, but it, it was it was okay. No, uh, it was just it's basically just as it is now, just the one finger. You know, I'm not going to rush to any conclusions, um, having not seen the the tape or anything. But um, man, I feel like I feel like we did some things really well tonight. Um, and then we did some things really poorly. Obviously, it's tough to win a game. We turned the ball over four times. And so as you look at the stats and you look at what we did, that's that's obviously the, the thing that jumps out to you that's that's disappointing. Um, you know, the, the drive at the end of the first half is disappointing, having the turnover there, not getting any points out of that drive. And then later taking a sack and not getting any points on that drive. Um, you know, and then some of the other things just kind of freak, freak things. But um, that's really, really what jumps out. Yeah, you start pressing. I mean, look, some, some of those things are just freak things. You know, you're trying to throw a shell across and, you know, the end's not rushing. And, you know, I don't, I don't know what you're supposed to do about things like that. Um, but, look, I, I think um, – we did some good things tonight. We did some things that we need to to clean up, um, but we'll uh, we'll assess that moving forward. 
um, but th those would be those would be my thoughts just coming out of the game. You know, look, you're trying to give your guys opportunities to make plays. Um, that play was designed for that exact coverage. Um, that's what we were trying to do. So, um, yeah, disappointing that that uh, the the play turned out to be an interception. But that's one that I'm not, you know, I'm not going to beat myself up over. Uh, yeah, you know, I made a comment to to coach at halftime. I said, "Hey, I like some of these QB runs," and <laughs> I didn't know we were going to call them all. <laughs> On uh, on the next drive, but uh, yeah, I felt like that was nice. It's just kind of nice to get into a little bit of a rhythm, um, get the ball moving, and uh, just get going, just get into the game a little bit. And you know, I'm a physical player, and um, this stuff's fun for me. No, I don't think so. Um, look, it just. The way these games go sometimes, you know, becomes more heavily that way than, um, you know, throwing the ball or just handing the ball off. And I think it was just situation at the time. And um, uh, yeah, so I, I I was fine with it. I didn't think that. I told coach that I didn't have any concern going into the game, so I don't think that that factored into any of his play calling. No, uh, it, it's not broken. Again, I don't, I don't know exactly um, what it is. We'll we'll assess it uh, tomorrow. Um, yeah, look, that was a disappointing play. Um, we were obviously trying to run a naked as kind of a run pass option, get the edge and. And Parsons played it well. They zoned it off, so there's a guy sitting there for Ty. And it's a good play by them. You know, uh, look, if I had to do it over again, I would have just thrown it at Ty's feet and kicked the field goal and or have an opportunity to go for it on fourth and two. Um, so, yeah, I, I was disappointed about, uh, about that play. Um, just trying to make a play, and, you know, I wish I could do it over again. Uh, they said that he was going back to his goal line. This is what he said. That was it. Yeah, this is this is uh, this is big. Um, we obviously have a pretty lengthy uh, injury report. Um, I think something that we've kind of emphasized in our facilities that. Um, yeah, we need to get healthy, but at the end of the day, no, no one really cares, right? Um, and so we got to come out and do everything we can to win football games. Um, but to answer your question, yeah, this this is this will do us. Um, this will be a good thing for us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think I think that's also important for us. I, I think that that's an important element of playing this game, where it becomes such a. You know, week to week thing, you get into routine, and um, there's there's really a couple times in the season where you can take a step away, be with your family, and that's you know your bye week, and then 
it's the weekend after your Thursday night game. Um, and it's an important thing. Yeah, uh, it's, it's very frustrating. Um, it's unfamiliar territory for us. You know, this is, this is my fifth year, and uh, I haven't experienced anything like this uh, since I've been a saint. And so I, I think, um, again, the thing that we've talked about internally is, you know, there's no guarantees in, in this game. And, uh, and, and I would say that this group, the leadership, you know, everyone continues to work, put their head down to do everything you can to create opportunities to win football games. But there's no guarantees. And so um, we're going to continue to work and do everything we can to to get back on a win streak. Uh, but yeah, this is, this is disappointing. Do you think once you guys get healthy, you guys are going to achieve that identity? I mean, I, I don't want to just keep talking about getting healthy. Getting, obviously, we, we need to get healthy. And um, that, will, that will help our team a lot. But look, at, at the end of the day, this is the NFL. And it's the next man up mentality. and. If some guy, if somebody can't go, he can't go, and uh, you know we got to find ways to to win football games uh, with with who's available. Um, so look, everyone wants everyone to be available, but uh, we'll just take that day by day. Good. Saints quarterback Taysom Hill before we get to a break. Bobby, what's on the text line? Yeah, um, looking at 41-23, uh, you know, we were talking about Jameis when he started the season. Jameis Winston had us at 5-2, and two, but with the scrubs, I don't know if you could describe Pearls as scrubs, but he says, but with the scrubs playing now, even Drew would struggle. No, I, I can tell you, there's uh, even the great Aaron Rodgers, uh, whoever you might view the best of the best like right now, uh, young or old. Uh, right now, the offensive line, the way we're piecemealing that together and without, like, a, a top receiver, without Alvin Kamara, no, I, I'm, a lot of quarterbacks would struggle in the Saints' offense right now. Look at the Chiefs in the Super Bowl last year. Their offense was decimated. Their offensive line was decimated, and Pat Mahomes struggled, period, in the Super Bowl uh, loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll step away and come back. This is the point after on the New Orleans Saints radio network. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Here we are on the uh, point after on the New Orleans Saints radio network. Saints fall to the Dallas Cowboys 27-17. One of those ugh, rough nights for the quarterback and Taysom Hill and others. It's not, it wasn't just Taysom Hill. 
responsible for the loss tonight. Now, last night, because we're past midnight, three-time in Morgan City. What's going on, three-time? You're on the New Orleans Saints Radio hey, Network. Guys. Hey, guys, man, great show. Love you guys, man. Bobby Ofer, man, hope you're doing well. But listen, just total disappointed. And the fans, and I, we better than them cowgirls, man. Y'all know that, right? Tonight we were. We were just missing a little bit. Yeah, uh, if you look at it, uh, but, hey, when you win, uh, you could toot your horn and uh, you could talk smack. And right now the Houdat Nation's a little down. But uh, uh, you know what? Dallas still ain't won anything. They act like they won some. What if they won? They finally got like a winning season. They ain't won anything in a quarter of a century. So they could, the Cowgirls could talk all they want, talk smack. But uh, the, call the show uh, when you win something. They, they haven't won anything yet. Mike in Mid City, what's going on, Mike? You're on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, Mike. Uh, hey, Bobby. Uh, yeah, uh, Christian. I think it's I think it's awful hard to uh, uh, you know to, to judge wide receiver when you have a quarterback that played as poorly as uh, Taysom Neal played. You know, you know. Uh, well, but but, but we, Mike, at the beginning, I think you're referring. Uh, I was a little hard on uh, Kenny Stills, but he had five targets. But at the beginning of the game, this game zero zero, and a couple of times the ball hits his hands, he don't come down with the catch. You got to make contested throws. You got to make contested catches, fifty fifty balls. The last time I've seen Kenny Stills really be explosive, getting behind a defense like a Deontay Harris. What was that? The Giants game, and then it got called back uh, because the tight end was holding. Uh, uh, trauma was holding on the play, and uh, but, but now, now that play was old school. Uh, I'd say Kenny Stills, but uh, Mike, it's not just Kenny Stills. Every game, it seems like we're dropping at least four or five catchable balls, and I'm not just taking up for the tight ends. And what I mean by catchable balls, uh, as far as like uh, whether it's a contested throw, where. You know, your quarterback's giving you a chance and hits you in the hands, and you're not catching it or it's deflected, and you get an interception, stuff like that. Bob, we lost. Bob, Bob, we lost by ten points, bro. And I'm looking. I'm looking at nine points. I'm looking at nine points that we should have had. And uh, I, I, I agree. Look, we we get in the red zone. Okay, uh, we get on their side of the field, on Dallas side of the field. You miss the long field goal of fifty yards. They make the long field goal of fifty yards. Yes, uh, we couldn't have no so small room uh, margin for error. Well, the Saints couldn't afford the time Taysom. I mean, the game right there, you could have been within one score. You get sacked. Uh, listen, the guy came free, uh, the, the the stud linebacker, Parsons, okay? But uh, don't double pump. Throw the ball in the flat at, at the receiver's feet, and then you kick a long field goal. Now, you got to make it, but uh, that's what you cannot. That's not winning football uh, when, you, when, you don't, when you don't get those points, and now you got to punt. Mike, every fan across the league has that if, if, if. Yeah. It, that's how these games are won and lost. If you do this, or if that yeah, didn't the, happen, the water but sure. it did. Yeah. Mike, thanks for the phone call. This is the point after here on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Back here on the point after, Bobby Hebert, Christian Garrick, Tony and Slidell. What's going on, Tony? You're on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Hey, um, real quick, to piggyback off that last caller, and I know you were talking about the drop balls. Bobby, I don't know if, if you see the same thing, but it seems like these guys are letting the ball 
come to their body instead of extending their hands out and kicking Amen. them with their hands. Amen. They're not attacking the football. You got to uh, extend your hand. You can't let the ball come to you. It's almost like you're going up for a rebound. That's one thing we miss with Michael Thomas. That's with Michael Thomas, Eric Martin. I, I, receivers, strong receivers do an outstanding job being aggressive to the football. You know the term, Tony, having strong hands? That's what you need. And not letting the ball come to you. Uh, be aggressive. Like, hey, that's my football. I, I, I'm going to get it. It's like uh, body position. You, a DB could be all over you. But what if you keep them on your hip? You go out and extend your hands. Tony, that's a great point you bring up. Tony, thanks for the phone call. Anything else? Well, I was going to bring up just real quick about uh, Taysen. Uh, it seems like on these quick routes, Bobby, He's pulling the ball back when when it's there, and even on the first interception with Stills, it seemed like it was a wheel route, and it was there, and he just hesitated and threw it late, and you know with the interception. But I just see it without a doubt last year when he took over for Drew. Without you know, a doubt, when he took over for Drew. I think it's the Denver game last year. He was just really late on a lot of these quick throws. Uh, you right on. Uh, he's too late, and the one thing I don't know if that come with experience and and taste him so skilled that what he could do with his feet that uh, I don't know if Taysom truly ever learned uh, the concept as far as throwing a receiver open. I think he has to see him open, and then he has a strong arm now, and then he wants to throw it. I think his release, sometimes he gets a number of batted balls because of his release. It's like a three-quarter type release. I think on deep balls, when he's trying to throw a deep ball, he tries to be too accurate instead of, Throwing it out there, let the receiver uh, run under it. Now, it's not 100%, but I'm just saying overall uh, that I think, uh, Tony, when you're saying sometimes when he's clutching or – and it's just – it's not like 1,001. It could be like instead of like now, like 1,000. And then it, it, it's a half a step too late. And it's because I think he has to visualize seeing the guy open. And in the NFL, the DBs can close and they're too good for that. Tony, thanks for the phone call. We'll step away and come back. More of your calls next here on The Point After on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Right back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Drew in Metairie. What's going on, Drew? You're on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Hey, guys. First of all, K-Dog, thank you for your service. Bobby, you are the second toughest quarterback. I think Archie might have took a few hits more than you. I agree. <laughs> I, have to, I have to tease with you when you said that uh, Tampa at 75, and we were in the same position. I'm not sure we got Brady, Gronk. No, uh, no, no. I, I, I was just saying nobody uh, gave Tampa Bay a chance. Uh, I, I mean, think about think about when Tampa Bay all of a sudden was at 75. Who was saying they're going to win all the rest of their games? They're going into their binding win the Super Bowl. Nobody was saying that because that's basically – well, it's not 500 because 6-6 six and six is 500, but no one was – Tooting that Tampa Bay horn when they were seven and five. Well, coach, I mean they they had some uh, superstars behind. No, not 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 that is true. The superstars coming together and all that. Not sure we have those guys on this roster this year, Bobby. Hey, I'm not arguing with you there. Uh, I mean, I know that we are not the same team without the likes of our uh, duo tackles, Armstead and Ramchek and Alvin Kamara. There's no way. We would need all hands on deck, I think, to beat a team like Dallas right now. Yes, sir. And, look, K-Dog had a great point. And I know our defense is doing really, really well. 
But, man, we got Williams as our franchise tag. Cam has been a leader and wonderful for our defense. But they even moved him to the other side today, and he got no pressure at all. Malcolm nope. Jenkins, C.D. Lamb, they, they, he needs a knee replacement. Oh, God, they, 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 did you see? He, he wouldn't have got him one-hand touch. You know, I'm not talking about grabbed the flag. Was he frozen or what? Broke Ooh. his ankles. That was broke Ooh. his ankles. That that, that was uh, very humbling. Yeah, I, Malcolm Jenkins. I, I don't think has played well in the last couple of weeks. And it, and look, what you're paying him, and the reason why you brought him in, he has to play well. It, you know who's played well the last couple of weeks? And I think he's getting better and come back from an injury. Quan Alexander. He was very active. I want to say, Chris. I, I don't know if I kept my notes after the Bills games. I want to say it's like. Back-to-back games, now he's led the team in tackles. Or, or he's been amongst the best. You know who's also gotten better? And we're not hardly paying him anything. I think you told me I was thinking around $2 million, but it might be a million and a half. P.J. Williams. P.J. Williams has gotten better as a Saints football player. I would say Malcolm Jenkins got to play a whole lot better. Better, double D, Demario Davis. Onyemata played better than he did against the Bills. Uh, Marcus Williams. I don't want him on an island trying to tackle no one uh, because he's in space. Um, I mean, you would think he should close the gap. He's fast enough. I don't know if he doesn't have the confidence. But who that nation? We witnessed four or five times where Marcus Williams is the last, the safety net, so to speak, to make a tackle. Don't give a big touchdown, and it doesn't happen. Drew, thanks for the phone call. Dennis and Ponchatoula. Go ahead, Dennis. You're on the point after on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Hey, guys. First of all, I just want to say I appreciate both of you guys. Bobby being, you know, playing pro quarterback in the NFL and you being with the Marines. Even Big Mike. You know, I love this team. I really do. So well, uh, thank you, Dennis. Okay. Uh, I do have a question, though, about uh, – I don't know if I'm going to say his name correct. Uh, is it Ivan Book? Ian. Ian Book. Ian Book. Okay, Bobby, what do you know about this guy? I mean, is he is he big guy? I mean, no, I he's little. He, he he he's about Drew Brees size. Now he's I, I wow. think I think he's more mobile than Drew. Uh, he is more mobile than Drew. Uh, he was at Notre Dame. He's a winner. He's a winner. But I, I think uh, Sean Tate would not want to throw him to the wolves, uh, so to speak. Right well, now, yeah, I, yeah, I understand that. Right. You know th- what I'm talking about, Bobby is. You know, even though let's say they they bring somebody in, uh, uh, Wilson, they bring somebody like Wilson next year right. or whatever. I say keep this guy, man. No, they probably will. About him, they probably will. I think they'd want to develop him uh, and his future as a future quarterback. You don't know what's going to happen, but he would be almost like a developmental guy, like maybe to be part of your roster, like a Trevor Simeon, and he might have more upside because he's more mobile. It was if you remember Ian Book. Oh, I mean, not Ian Book. Uh, Trevor Simeon, all of a sudden, after the Broncos, you know, they went to Super Bowl, then uh, Peyton Manning's not there anymore. Uh, guess who was the quarterback, if I can recall, because Paxton Lynch didn't work out from M- Memphis, and uh, Trevor Simeon beat him out. Dennis, thanks for the phone call. Corey, James, and Calvin, you're up next here on The Point After on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. 27-17, Saints fall to the Dallas Cowboys for the first time under Sean Payton have lost five in a row. Uh, let's go to Corey in Hattiesburg on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Go ahead, Corey. You're on the New Orleans Saints radio network. 
Hey, I appreciate y'all having me on. Uh, basically, I just wanted to comment on uh, what y'all were talking about with the New Orleans Saints defense. I think y'all were going a bit hard on them. Uh, speaking about the 98 points over the past four games, I really think, and especially three if you look games, at three games, tonight, three games, three games. Uh, I think, especially if you look at tonight, that that was um, not really a lot on the defense. I mean, if you look at how many three and outs they caused, yes, they had a couple of big plays that they gave up, but for the most part, they stood up strong. I agree. So we have these turnovers. I agree, that, but know, their scoring are, defense. Hasn't been very good. And our, our, the Saints' defense in general, compared to when they got on that, that run of 5-2, and two, they were much better. No, their scoring defense was outstanding. Their uh, run defense, no. Uh, that, that speaks volumes. Uh, when That's outstanding. Dallas is only 2 of 13 on third down. That, that, that's unbelievable. That, that, if you just look at that, you go, well, well, man, that gives the Saints a great chance to win. But how can you say, uh, this is Corey, right? Now, now, Corey, how can you say that we're getting it done defensively when you're supposed to be number one run defense and two games you play against the Eagles, you give up 500 yards rushing? Come on. You have another 146 to the Cowboys. And, and it all counts. Gotta, oh, you, you, go, you, you take away the long run, but you can't take it away. It all counts. All right, we'll wrap up the point after next here on the New Orleans Saints Radio Network. All right, Bobby, wrapping up the point after. So, the Jets are next. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Hell no. I hope not. I hope they're not saying that. Man, it just we, – we kept saying this during this five-game skid, though. But that 5-2 and two start, that win over Tampa Bay, feels like it was last season. No, and Christian, Christian, I, I thought, boy, if we can get off to a great start. That's why I was thinking double-digit. When we were 5-2, and two, I'm like – I'd be somewhat surprised if we don't get to ten wins. We're a five and two. The reason why you beat you kick off this season when you beat a team like Green Bay and you beat the world champs Tampa Bay, but then you kind of know that know the roller coaster. We lost to the Giants at home. Look how we got gashed. One and two play drives, the splash plays, the chunk plays. When that happened, Atlanta, we made Matt Ryan look like he's first ballot Hall of Famer. That's what I said. Nah, I don't know. And I told you in this stretch, I said, man, if we can go two and two, I think we'll go one and three, but we went 0 and four. Mm. So now I'm thinking, I'm still optimistic, though, because the Jets, Chris, I'm telling you, the the, the Jets, this is my critical game of the season where I'm going to truly look at where the Saints are at after this game. And it's a mini buy. So uh, if you're going to be healthy, you're going to be healthy. So hopefully that's the case, and we take the Jets in New York. Bobby, say good night slash good morning. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, bon nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Bonjour. Who that? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.